time for another Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things. Here's a look at the top five things from the Dave and Darren in the morning show. The morning show you can hear on Planet 93.9. My name is Dave, and this gentleman over here is Darren. The podcast uh, that you're about to hear is brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. They have a location in Milan Tech Drive and also in Galesburg, West Main Street. Dave. Uh, damn. Uh, Milan is open every day. Galesburg is open weekdays and Saturdays. The Milan store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. And the recreational waiting list, those are available. That makes it nice and easy. Reserve your time at the website, ntillinois.com. Here we go. Let's get ready for it. It's number one. Number one. 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 Number one. Uh, Indian man who was trapped in a freezer for 20 hours. Intentionally? He was trapped. This is like when uh, Sam the Butcher uh, tried to kill Bobby and Greg and then acted like it was an accident. That was my favorite episode. Because those kids, he was like, Alice is never going to be free to be with me as long as these kids are in a picture. I'm going to trick all six of them into going into the freezer. When she invites me over for Netflix and chill... (laughs) We hang out next to the washer and dryer. Well, that's her house. Well, that well, that's where she lives. Well, that's her bed. Her She's her sleeping. cot is next to the the utilities. Yeah. Uh, we although ne- we never did see Ellis's room, right? No. Was no, that no? Was that like you know you didn't see the the toilet in uh, in Lucy and 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 uh, Ethel? What the hell is that show called? I love Lucy. Lucy and Ethel. <laughs> was that a thing where it's just like. We can't see Alice's bedroom because she's a single gal. Although it made it very convenient what they would do. They just, you know, when they were getting ready to get busy. Yeah. Sam and, and Alice. Yeah. You just fire up the spin cycle. <laughs> no one's going to hear us. Yeah. I'm a bit of a screamer. That's right, Alice. It's Maytag's going to do all the work for us. Uh-huh. Was he the Maytag man as well? No. Are you sure about that? That he, that actor played the Maytag repairman at I some point? I know Gordon Jump was the Maytag man Yeah, he was one of years. them. I don't think so. You know, he was in uh, he was in Archie Bunker's place. Yeah, remember that? Like he was, he was he always was one of he those was always guys. drinking beer at Archie Bunker's bar. And he bullied. Mm-hmm. He bullied. Um, what's his name? See, I, I'm I'm proving that I don't have it. Uh, Barney Fife. He bullied Barney Fife in an episode of Andy Griffith. Oh, you're kidding me. The yes. actor who played Sam the Butcher? He did. He was, El, Alan Melvin was a bully? I won't hear of it. Yeah, I think he was trying to steal his girl. Really? Yeah. He was uh, real estate salesman Pete Dudley in My Favorite Marshall, Martian. He was corporate Henshaw, or Corporal Henshaw, I should say, on the Phil Silver Show. Sergeant Hacker on you, uh, Gomer Pyle, and then of course Sam the Butcher. Uh, he was uh, Archie's friend Barney on Archie Bunker's place. Mm-hmm. Uh, passed away, born in Kansas City, Missouri, February eighteenth, nineteen twenty-three. Passed away January two thousand and eight. Well, that's fantastic. Anyway, Sam the Butcher tried to kill blockage in his heart. Um, from all the meat? From all the meat. <laughs> well, our but, thoughts are with Sam the Butcher's family. Yeah, when they cleaned him out, uh-huh. uh, yeah. <laughs> arteries just... 
Just full of casings. Full of (laughs) just stew meat, really. Just Just, undigested hunks of beef in the man's arteries. Just chunks. Indian man rescued from a freezer after being mistakenly declared dead. He has now died. Bala Subrahamyan Kumar had been ill and bedridden. His family took him to the hospital last Monday. Doctors said they couldn't find anything wrong with him. When they got home, he stopped moving, and thinking that he died, his family called for a freezer box to be delivered so they could preserve his body to perform his last rites. Kumar was kept there for 20 hours until undertakers came to collect the body for the funeral the following day and found that he was still moving and gasping for air. Doesn't sound like they took him to the best doctors. <laughs> well, you know, twice as I, twice as twice the ice it gives you a good price. We don't see anything wrong with him. A video taken to the scene shows an undertaker behind the camera asking Kumar's brother, uh, "What's going on? His hands are trembling. Oh, he's just having fits." When asked if it was possible he was still alive, uh, the brother says, "Nah, his soul has not left him yet." So they admitted this guy to the hospital in a drowsy condition. He later died of lung failure, which, you know, which the doctors did not see coming. Might have been the result of being put in a freezer for 20 hours because they thought he was dead. So now the family, unable to produce a medical certificate for his death, uh, now a, a, a case, police case, has been brought against the family. And now the family that locked this guy up in a freezer because they said they thought he was dead, uh, they've all been booked under Indian Penal Code Section 287. This week on Indian Police Squad. Every week it's just an old man accidentally being put in a freezer. Uh, Is this a rerun or these writers just keep panning in the same stories? Two. Going to be hearing a lot about 2018 VP1. All right. That's going to be in the news here next couple of days. 2018 VP1 is the name of an asteroid that they say is about the size of a refrigerator. And there's a good chance, according to celebrity scientist Neil deGrasse Tyson, that this thing is going to slam into the earth the day before election day. See, what did I tell you, Jeffrey Tubin? Nothing to worry about. It may buzz cut earth. On November 2nd, which would be the day before the presidential election. Buzz cut. That's what he says. I don't like the sound of that. He says, don't freak out about it because it's not big enough to do any harm. Well, then why'd you bring it up? It's a refrigerator. He says, if the world ends in 2020, it won't be the fault of the universe. NASA has previously identified the asteroid rocketing towards Earth, but they have the chances of this thing hitting us at less than 1%. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, NASA says it currently has a 0.41% chance of entering the atmosphere. And if it does, it should disintegrate because of its extremely small size. If it's big enough that they're able to see it wherever it is now, that's big enough, right? The size of a refrigerator? How far out is this thing that it's the size of a refrigerator? They're able to look at it and go, yeah. That's heading our way. What is it with refrigerators? People think it's okay to throw refrigerators in the rivers. If you can throw refrigerators into space. 
Yeah, it doesn't seem right. No. It doesn't seem like a, like the best you idea. You can't dispose of these the way we're supposed to? You remember when they put that Tesla in into outer space? Yeah. The moon man? Uh-huh. I think I read that he is just now made it to Mars. Cool. <laughs> yeah, the moon man. The, er, the star man, I guess, is what star he was called. Star man. Yeah. He completed his, his orbit of the sun and is now driving around Mars. I think that's what I read. That that he's out there just driving around in his Tesla, just driving all around the solar system. I have to I, I like the idea of an alien civilization approaching the solar system and the first thing they see is just a, a guy driving around in a car. Like, huh. Hello, neighbor. <laughs> what's going on here? So the giant asteroid won't end life on Earth as we know it the day before Election Day. But there's less than a half percentage point chance that it will uh, enter the Earth's atmosphere. Well, and it, it, does, it could hit you. It might not take out the entire planet. Right. But it, well, it's going to be coming towards us at 25,000 miles per hour. Yeah. But when it enters the atmosphere, by the time it hits you, it, it, it won't. I, don't, I wouldn't think it would do any damage. People have been killed by meteor strikes, like one person. You know what I'm saying? Like there has been a meteor that has just taken out one person. If I get hit by this, I won't notice it? (sighs) Oh, well, that's a good question. I think I will. (laughs) Did someone tap me on the shoulder? What was that? that... (laughs) There was in 1888 in Turkey... A meteorite hit one guy and paralyzed another guy. Come on! That's the only person that's ever been killed by a meteorite. Okay, it's happened once in 1888. One guy has been killed, another guy has been paralyzed by meteorites. And of course it was me. (laughs) It's hard to even, they say, figure out the probability for getting killed by an asteroid because it's so rare. Thousands of meteorites hit the ground each year. But there's no evidence, or at least there wasn't, that anyone had ever been killed until researchers found credible records of someone being killed by a falling meteorite in the Kurdistan region of Iraq. I guess this happened on August the 22nd, 1888. Multiple documents found in the General Directorate of State Archives of the Presidency of the Republic of Turkey recorded that a meteorite hit and killed one man and then paralyzed another. I think I'd rather just be taken out by the meteorite than be paralyzed by one. A word-by-word translation method had to be used because this was in a language that's not even really used that much anymore. But yeah, they figured out that there was one dude. A strong bright light was accompanied by smoke and it traveled towards a village. Uh, Meteorites fell for a period of 10 minutes like rain, and as an unfortunate consequence, one man was killed and the other was seriously injured. Also, all the crops were damaged in a manner consistent with a fireball shockwave. I got sucker punched by the stars. That's no good. You don't want that. Come on. Number three. 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 Story here from my beloved Dubuque, Iowa, where a man has been arrested... After there was a disturbance, I guess this happened uh, over the weekend, just after 11 o'clock on Saturday night. 
24-year-old Blair Allen Ward and 20-year-old John Frank Turner III were asked to leave Noonan's Tap. Now, Noonan's Tap is downtown in Dubuque. Okay. It's right there on uh, Central Avenue. They got into a, a fight, I guess, there at Noonan's Tap. A 24-year-old and a 20-year-old got into a verbal disturbance with other patrons there at Noonan's Tap. And the folks at Noonan's Tap said, okay, that's enough. Both of you, out. All right, that's it. So they were Out work- you two pixies go out the door or through the window. So they're fighting each other or... The- and, and everyone. And everyone. Yes, yes. Sometimes you have to uh, team up with your opponents. Mm. <laughs> right. So then... It was just the two of us going at it, but now... The enemy of my enemy is also my enemy. Uh, I'm going to let uh, KCRG Channel 9 in Cedar Rapids uh, fill us in on on the details here because uh, this story takes a turn I don't think any of us are expecting. With with Blair Ward uh, and his... And And John Bachman Turner Overdrive, (laughs) the third... Dubuque police arrested this man for allegedly biting off another man's nose. <laughs> Can't I something? That's aggressive. That's, that's awful. That's quite a move. No, that's bad. 24-year-old Blaine Ward faces multiple charges, including willful injury and causing serious injury. He is currently in the Dubuque County Jail on a $10,000 bond. <laughs> Happy New Year to you in jail. Bit off a dude's nose. Can I get you a Tic Tac? Sheesh. Police were called to the 1400 block of Bluff Street at 1130 Saturday night. Authorities say a bar asked Ward and 20-year-old John Turner III to leave after getting into a fight with two other people. Turner and Ward followed the other two to Bluff Street, leading to another fight. Court documents say that's when Ward bit the majority of the victim's nose off. Police say the man will need surgery. Police say Turner had blood stains on him when they found him. He faces a disorderly conduct charge and is currently out of custody. Yeah, now, disorderly did... conduct for the dude that got his nose bitten off. That's who, who did what? Yeah, you know, they found when they found the guy that got his nose bitten off, he had blood stains. I imagine he would. So Ward bit off Turner's nose? That's right. I thought they were a team. Well, they were until they weren't. Oh, this is madness. They they were they were fighting with people at the bar, and then they were kicked out of the bar. And, and he then decided they... to eat his nose? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about this. On his way to University of Iowa hospitals and clinics where they're going to need to do surgery to rebuild this guy's nose. You know, the one that the uh, the guy chewed off there during the fight. Now, do you get an... Did he swallow it? Is that an extra charge of cannibalism? <laughs> yeah, we got to wait for him to pass the nose before we stitch it back on his face. Oh. And then he gets to complain about everything. You are smelling. never going to get that smell out of your nose. Ooh. No, you're not. Ever. Yikes. That's Dubuque for My you. nose made its way through the entrails. <laughs> Closer to home, Jonathan Kent's calling in from Good Morning Quad Cities on WQAD News 8. Good morning, Jonathan. Hey. Hey, is that you? Kent! Is that... What's up? Hey, we're on the air, by the way. Yeah. 
We are. No, we really we're are. Not, not That's you. fine. Okay, okay good. I just... <laughs> We were we were doing another story when when you called. Did you hear this story up in Dubuque where they the, the guy bit the other guy's nose off? Oh no! He bit somebody else's. What is it like, Mike Tyson? Yeah, only in, instead of an ear, it's a nose. Uh, the two guys up in Dubuque having a good time at Noonan's Tap, and then the next thing you know, well, one of them bites off the other one's. Biting nose. someone's nose off is more savage than biting off their earlobes. Yeah. You know, I can't, I don't really remember the last time I drank at a bar was. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh-huh. I got a couple of stories here from our favorite peninsula, Darren. Time to once again visit Florida. Two quick stories for you. Never been. By the way, uh, you've got to go. <laughs> I don't see it. Happening. Oh, you must. Don't see it happening. Uh, North Naples guy got arrested on a uh, Walmart down there. Uh, this guy was using a Kool Aid packet to steal about a thousand dollars worth of stuff from the Walmart. Bradley Young arrested and charged with grand theft and shoplifting after deputies say this guy was using a Kool Aid packet in his hand while he was scanning expensive items. So everything would ring up as 24 cents Mm. at the self-checkout registers. Ah. This guy used a, uh, again, you palm the Kool-Aid packet in your hand. Yeah. And then you ring up the scooter. So instead of paying 248 bucks for a scooter, you're paying 24 cents. Yeah. He got a dual navigation system that's $120 value for him. 24 cents. Although, if we check your receipt, all you've bought mm-hmm. is like 12 packs of Kool-Aid. He must like have that, been... That doesn't fly. He must have been counting on them to not check the receipt. Yeah. But they do check your receipt, don't they? So, I feel like they check my receipt every time Like I give off some sort of sketchy vibe. And it's to the point now where I say, you can keep the receipt. Here you go. Like I got places to be. I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know if they check the receipt every time. They try to offer the appearance that they do. Well, I imagine if you're walking out with a cart, if you've done a self checkout, and you're walking out with a cart that has 160 dollars worth of batteries, that would make sense. That at that point, they they check things. But they check me when I run in to get like you know, detergent or something. Mm. Where's that? Where's that guy? I think he's going with that. That guy looks sketchy. Looks like a drug dealer, right? So had he paid what he should have paid, uh, his his bill would have been $994.13. But using the old Kool-Aid trick, a total came out to $24.44. He bought a couple other small items as well. That's a little more manageable for me. <laughs> I can make 25 bucks happen. I can't make a grand happen. This guy is no stranger to this particular Walmart. The loss prevention officer there told deputies she was watching this guy because she recognized him from an incident back in August when he tried to just walk out with merchandise. So this time he thought, okay, walking out doesn't work, but if I use the Kool-Aid packet trick, then there I'm, I'm golden. According to the loss prevention officer, this guy also grabbed a soda and a fan from store shelves. I'm also going to need this fan. And he took them to the customer service where he returned them using a receipt from his phone. Wow. <laughs> a lot of scheming. Yeah, this guy uh, this guy currently in custody down there, listed as a convicted felon out of Ohio, who 
who's now found himself there Ohio in Florida because yeah that's <laughs> that's I guess that's how that works. You know where I think this would work well in Florida. And authorities down there in Florida have busted up a flying squirrel racket. But that trick never works. Florida wildlife investigators bust a million-dollar flying squirrel trafficking ring. Again? Promising people flying squirrels? Well, they must be, you know, raising them there. Wait a minute. This squirrel doesn't fly. That thing just fell out of the tree. (laughs) Did you see it? (laughs) How come it's not wearing a little hat and goggles? This whole thing is nothing but a big ruse. Actually, that's what you would put on the squirrel. You just the squirrels come with hats and goggles. <laughs> now you've got something. So these are these are people who want to. You have never a flying see flying squirrels. Squ- well, no, they're not native to our part of the world. Well, that might be part of it. S- seven people charged in this million-dollar flying squirrel trafficking ring. The scheme involved thousands of flying squirrels that were captured in less than three years. Where's the closest place I could see flying squirrels? Um, well, these were, they're in Florida, I guess. As many as 3,600 flying squirrels, which are a protected species in Florida, were trapped in less than three years. And then they were exporting these flying squirrels to Asia. Poachers deployed 10,000 squirrel traps. This is uh, near Orlando, I guess. And then they would export them. These flying squirrels, they would export them down to uh, over to over by there to uh, Asia. The southern flying squirrel is found throughout the eastern United States mm-hmm. from Maine south to Florida and west from Minnesota south to Texas. So why are we... I've never seen. So why are one. we not? Why why are, don't I see more squirrels, flying squirrels? You're telling me it's possible that flying squirrels live here? Sure, sounds like it. Has anyone ever seen a flying I mean, squirrel that, in the Quad that Cities? That involves Iowa and Illinois. Oh no, we live in that area. I have never seen a flying squirrel in the wild. Well, here's the thing. Not only do I want to see one, I want to see them all the time. Let me look at that. Look how cool that is. I know. Our stupid squirrels don't do nothing. Just jump around and scamper about. Jump around. Yeah. Jump around. Flying squirrels sold to a wildlife dealer who resold them as captive bred pets, not wildlife. So I bet these people that bought these flying squirrels were disappointed when they got them. And it was like, wait a minute. These things aren't pets. Little maniacs. Retail value of these squirrels exceeds a million dollars. Seven suspects arrested on charges ranging from conspiracy to commit racketeering to grand theft. More arrests, they say, will be coming as they round up everyone behind this million dollar flying squirrel trafficking ring. And not just grand theft, but grand theft auto. (laughs) In color. Grand theft squirrel. Five. 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 You got Halloween decorations up at your place, right? We do. I drove, so, I drove by. I saw some. We do. There's like very there's, tasteful there's display. Some pumpkins and, and hay bales out and that sort of business and a few and a ghost, I guess. I have a ghost that I got at Menards like 
15 years ago. And every year, my wife hates it so much. She's like, not this year. Don't put that ugly ghost out. And every year I put it out because I do what I want. We had the dogs out the other day for a walk. I mean, that happens every day. But we had the dogs out and I think it was Joe Cinco. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the neighbors had uh, an old-timey Halloween thing out yeah like a, a, a ghost that looked like it maybe had been painted back in the 1970s and joe senko yeah he was like i don't know about this ghost i don't like ghosts i don't know about this ghost <laughs> care for him the halloween decoration this year is a 12 foot tall 90 pound plastic and metal skeleton this thing was on sale at home depot and it sold out like instantly 12-foot, 90-pound plastic and metal skeleton with a battery-powered, blinking, moving eyes. Where do you put that when you're done? That's a great question. This thing was completely sold out on the company's website and sold out of all the stores in September. Do they say what it went for? It was 300 bucks. Uh-huh. And now people are selling them on eBay for more than 1500 bucks. If you've you always might want to wait, you might want to wait a couple weeks. <laughs> well, yeah. November 1st, I would think you could get a 20, 12 pound, 90 pound skeleton for a deal. The most sought after decoration for Halloween this year. I mean, it looks pretty boss. There's no question about it. Yeah, but. But what the hell do you do with it? Where do you put it when it's done? That's a great question, Darren. In the garden? <laughs> It's but, but your garden's done now. They bought this skeleton. Uh, people just bought it up like they, they couldn't get enough of it. Did you have any garden to throw away? No. No? No. There's no garden at my house. Everything's just plants. We don't have any. There's no gardening that goes on. Just talk of gardening. There's, the, there's been the. There's the threat su- of gardening. The suggestion of it for years. Yeah. Yeah. People uh, people going nuts for this. So I haven't seen one of these no. in the neighborhood. And now it makes me wonder, how far away are we from stories of these things being taken? Right? Because you're just going to leave it in front of your house unless you've got a, a, a ring. I'm going to predict we are days away from ring footage of somebody stealing this 90-pound skeleton. Unless they're electrified. Well, <laughs> the LED lights are in the head. It's not an electrified skeleton. That would be pretty cool, though. Have a story of somebody getting electrocuted trying to steal a skeleton? It would sound like a bug zapper for people. Yep, and got another one. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't, wanted it. doesn't kill you, but <laughs> but you're down for a while. One one family here in the story that I'm reading says that if the weather stays mild, Halloween will not be the only holiday that the skeleton will celebrate. Uh, this family says they're planning on maybe trying to dress up the skeleton for Christmas. Sure. So you put up like a big Santa hat make on this 12-foot m- skeleton? No, you make it a turkey for Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. You can have like an Uncle Sam hat on him Yeah, for 4th of July. Absolutely. Oh, man. You know, my dream of dreams is to one day have one of those uh, geese that I can put on the doorstop and you dress them up seasonally in different clothes. If I could somehow get this 12-foot skeleton, if I bought you, that'd be a big hit at my house. If I bought that for you for your birthday, would I be in trouble? Uh, yeah, probably. Did you? 
I mean, I know it wouldn't be in trouble from you. No. No, you... Yeah. There's no... (laughs) Okay, so I have my little my little crappy ghost in front of the house that every year my wife says that's not going up. There's no way she would let me put a twelve foot tall. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about buying this. House. I'm talking about buying the goose. I'm not buying you a fifteen hundred dollar skeleton. <laughs> the oh, the goose for the doorstop. Yeah, we've kind of agreed that that's something that happens later on in life. Oh, okay. And I, I'm 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 too young to have a, a goose at this moment in my life. So two more years when you're a champ. Hmm. I think it's. I, I think the plan is maybe when I'm 60, I get the goose. Hmm. I think that's what the plan is. Oh man, this this couple that has this giant skeleton says they're not expecting trick or treaters this year, but they hope that this giant skeleton will help people feel the Halloween holiday spirit. This thing's nearly as tall as your two story home, and it's just standing out in front of your house, just. Menacing people with evil glowing eyes. That's pretty boss. Sure. If somebody knows uh, where in town somebody has one of these, I would love to drive by and see this. And who was selling them? It was at Home Depot. Home Depot. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, people went nuts for these things and bought them up. And now that $300 investment you made, people are selling them on eBay for more than 1500 bucks. If you've got to have this skeleton and you've got to have them this year, uh, it's going to cost you. Imagine that. Imagine that making making money off of buying giant skeletons and selling them secondhand. Well, yeah. I, don't I mean, know. if you're able to turn three hundred bucks into fifteen hundred bucks in the space of a couple of weeks, yeah, maybe you could still pull it off. I imagine shipping's not cheap, but still, you're gonna get you're gonna make some money on the deal, you'd, right? You'd have to act fast <laughs> because the uh, pumpkin futures are. You're right. Not looking you good. Don't buy pumpkin futures on November first, Homer. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. That was Dave and Darren's top five things podcast. Thanks for downloading it. Thanks for listening to it. Thanks for subscribing to it. If uh, if it's not enough and you need access to everything we've ever done, oh, I don't know. You can go to nachoradio.com and become a patron. You'll have access to everything we've ever done. Well over a thousand podcasts and uh, the patron-only podcast as well. This podcast was brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. Uh, Their goal is to fully understand their clients' needs physically, mentally, and emotionally because they know it's not easy to live with the chronic illness. They're experienced wellness consultants. They can sit down with you and discuss your options and figure out what's going to make you feel more comfortable Frequently asked questions are on the website. Those are answered at the website, ntillinois.com. Till we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities, reference by Davenport. Yeah, we keep it in lock. Rock out. Come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline. Yeah, they keeping it hot. 